This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast that, that, like Nebraska's recruiting class, lacks direction and only is deserving of two stars at best. Uh, I, I am joined by Rain Man. Uh, what's your favorite individual pick among the first run of sort of shitty bowl games we got here? What, what's jumping off the board to you? I'm taking Utah State plus seven against Oregon State, and here's why. Pac-12 is 8-22-1 since 2016 at covering spreads in bowl games. That's the worst of any FBF conference. Oregon State is the only favorite in the Pac-12 this year. Put those two things together, and that tells me Utah State. Uh, I, ha- I hate it. I hate it. Uh, the Pac-Oregon, I love the beefs. I'm going to be all over you on that pick. Uh, I'm Joe Public, uh, the novice host, and I'm joined on the other end by Capper. Uh, red hot this regular season. Hopefully we keep it going during bowl season. What's your favorite pick on the board here? What's the highest confidence? Uh, I think it's App State minus three. Uh, a program that has never lost a bowl game. Hmm. Six straight wins really? in six straight years. Only favored by a field true, goal. True. Um, dominant. They get up for these games. These these bowl games that mean nothing. I don't like that pick, and as hot as I've been in these last few weeks where I almost caught Capper ending up one game behind him, I think we're going to do some damage to him in bowl season for this little fun pick Uh Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Appalachian State is hot, hot, hot. Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is BYBW. We're starting the Bullapalooza off hot. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Uh, leave us a rating or review. If you're a fan of the show Succession, we did a, a recap of the finale of that app. Uh, really just on on brand for us. Uh, I think we, we should just jump right into the bowls. We wanted to touch a little bit on, um, one, the stakes. Usually we have our pickers go head-to-head in Bullapalooza. And the loser is given a task of some kind, a dare of sorts. Uh, Rayman, what's sort of the stakes we're going with this year? Yeah, so we argue on the side a lot about our favorite TV shows and call people cowards for not watching others' favorite TV shows. So the stakes here, and this doesn't have to be a favorite, is the loser of the Bull Pick'em will have to watch an entire season of television and provide a book report on the podcast of the winner's choosing. Stakes are high. That could be like 10 to 23 hours. Uh, pretty excited about this. Uh, I hope I hope you guys like Downton Abbey. Um, <laughs> I that don't. show, it, it slaps. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it slaps. Uh, let's, uh, we can't get into our, we, our uh, bull pick em. We, uh, I, pr- I probably aren't going to touch on signing day. There's plenty of people with plenty of terrible opinions. Uh, shockingly, Places with money appear to have a leg up in college football. You won't believe it, but these programs that have money somehow have an advantage in college football. Is this brand no. new, con- brand new fucking concept that no one can fucking believe at all? Uh, but 
the, the worst thing is uh, some of these kids are getting money to save up in college and they're not leaving with a lot of usually how it works in America is we have to owe people a ton of money after college, not save up money. This is all fucked up and it needs to fit be changed right now. Um, let's go to our uh, bull. Pick the hands on. on Travis Hunter catching that hat. You can tell why he's ranked number one in the class. That was fucking sick. Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, catching yeah. a beer. Uh, that was uh, Babbler's second biggest sell of the week. Let's go to the picks. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the picks for our, for our bull pick em. Um, I'm going to go game by game, starting with uh, the first one on Thursday, our first game of the bull season. Tune in at work on Friday as you're easing out to watch the Bahamas Bowl against Toledo in Middle Tennessee. Uh, two, two football teams. Um, who wants, who has a, who has a pick in the Bahamas bowl? Who feels one way or another? I mean, I, I've got this a pick. One, I mean, got a pick. I've got a pick. Let's hear your pick capper. Toledo minus 10. Yeah, I got Toledo as well. The reason why is I think Daquan Finn is going to be the best player in this game. Uh, 16 to one touchdown interception ratio since taking the starting role. Toledo coming off three straight wins. I think they ride that momentum. Also, fun fact, Toledo has not won a bowl game since 2015 when Matt Campbell was coaching, albeit he stepped down before the game. I think they turn it around here. And as Capper previewed earlier, I think App State also turns it around negatively when we get to them later. The uh, little teaser. The MAC relatively horrible in bowl games historically, especially over the last like four or five years. Uh, Toledo's defense was really good this year, though. Top 30 uh, in FEI and F+. Jamal Hines, 10 sacks, 8 passes defense out of the linebacker spot. Absolute monster. I think it's too much to overcome. Uh, MTSU is not very good. Uh, yeah, they, they don't seem very good. Um, but they have blown out a few teams. But Toledo almost beat Notre Dame. They were supposed to, they were like favored to win the Mac. They just kind of shit the bed this year. So it's all a matter of, unfortunately, the team that wins, it really is just means you probably didn't have enough fun in the Bahamas, to be honest with you. Uh, but I, always a fun bowl to start off. Let's move on to the next one here. We got the uh, Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Tail Greeter, I, which sounds like a furry organization, um, the Cure Bowl. Uh, we got and it's uh, Northern Illinois against Coastal Carolina. Coastal uh, favored by eleven points. Six p.m. on ESPN two. Uh, Rayman, who who's your lean in this one? I'm taking Coastal Carolina and I'm banking on Grayson McCall, Javian Hiley, and Isaiah Likely all playing. I think they probably will. Coastal ended the season with four hundred ninety three yards per game, which was seventh in the FBS. They lost the Cure Bowl last year. Maybe that provides them with motivation. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to take NIU against that triumphant, though. Uh, Grayson McCall featured in Tom Brady's apparel line. Uh, how about <laughs> it? How about it? Brady. How about it's, it? It's called, they, they are like, Tom, what do you want to call your clothing line? Brady. Okay, yeah, that's amazing, Tom. You're incredible. Um, Capper, who, do, you, do you concur on, on this game? No, I'm riding the Mac here. I'm taking Northern Illinois, um, plus ten and a I half. Spiel about how the Mac's bad. Um, I just like Coastal was good this year, but they were really good last year. They weren't as good this year. 
Uh, and Northern Illinois had some pretty good performances throughout the year in the MAC. Um, I don't know. It just seems like too many points for me here. I just, There's not much to it. It's worth noting Northern Illinois' defense is pretty ass, and Coastal's able to run it up with their pretty unique offense. Also, of all the coaching movement, Jamie Chadwell staying put. Very interesting, huh? Very interesting. Eh, I don't think it's that interesting. He was at <laughs> Coastal. He probably had some offers. He has had a winning season for exactly the years that Grayson McCall has been at Coastal, so I'm not really ready to anoint him as some sort of mastermind. Dude, they play in a terrible can't... conference, and they have an NFL talent on the roster. Whatever. I you can't. Hey. Oh, just just because you can say that about any coach with a good. Team. The market. Say it about the anyone. market's saying the same thing, Joe. The market's saying the same thing. Uh, maybe he just there loves are plenty of open open maybe, jobs this year. Well, he, maybe he, he just loves Myrtle Beach. Wherever, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's it. I'm sure they. I'm sure <laughs> they he got loves, great. He loves, they got great mini golf there. He loves uh, go karts and being passed out in the go karts. Pancake buffets. Um, I think. Uh, okay, let's just go to this next one here. Keep keep roll. Keep the good times rolling. Um, next we got App State minus three. Against Western Kentucky. This is the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That just, this whole name screams global warming. This is the future. All bowl games will be named after this eventually. Uh, the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, it looks like a good one. Starts early start, 11 a.m. Uh, you wonder if the kids will be sluggish. Uh, Capper, who do you like between App State and Western Kentucky? You was zappy? Happy was zappy? It's App State. We've touched on it a little bit. Dominant defense throughout the year, top 25 in FEI, F+. Um, just a really good football team. Win the Sun Belt, obviously, again. Um, dominate bowl games historically. Six wins in a row since they've joined D1 um, or FBS. Uh, and our guy Chase Bryce was really good this year. 23 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, oh, oh, Capper. Over 3,000 I'm going to cut you off right there. Chase Bryce was fine this year. Uh, the reason why I'm going with Western Kentucky, I'm taking the three, is because Western Kentucky had the number one offense in the FBS. Chase Bryce, as you said, 3,000 yards on the season, 23 touchdowns. I think that's relatively pedestrian considering the talent level he had coming out of high school. Uh, meanwhile, Bailey Zappi yeah. had an insane 5,545 yards and 56 touchdowns this year. He almost doubled Chase Bryce's production. I'm taking the three here. That App State streak comes to an end this year. Give him money line. But but that's what I started it off with, top 25 defense in App State. Sure. Against the number one offense. Let's go. Sure. We've got a uh, sure. team that racked up 35 sacks. 15 interceptions this year, 45 passes defense. I mean, it's no slouch that uh, Zappy's Zappy's going against uh, on Saturday. Zappy versus Appy. Just get that trended on Twitter. Uh, that's horrible. Um, I'll, Worth I'll noting, take the team that just wins bowl games. Uh, anyone want to price this right, Bailey Zappy's completion percentage, percentage this year? 69.69%. 63. I think they throw a ton of passes. It's 69.2. Uh, <gasps> I went over. I lost. Yeah, I won. Yeah. Hate yeah. to see it. You don't win that. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, that that one. Let's just roll right to uh, the next one. Then we. I I do think this game is going to be probably a shootout, and in that type of situation, don't hate the sling, the team that can sling it. But 
App States looked really good. I, I kind of like them in this game. Next, we got uh, the PUBG Mobile, New Mexico Bowl. PUBG, famously known as not Fortnite. Uh, we got the New Mexico Bowl, which is uh, Fresno State against UTEP uh, on ESPN. Fresno State is favored by minus 11.5 points, 2.15 p.m., Ah, UTEP is so happy to be in this bowl, but I'm, I'm, who, who, which one of you likes Fresno in this spot? I like Fresno. Uh, Hainer's out of the portal, Fresno. returning home. That's huge. Uh, this should, that should be enough to like take away the UTEP motivation edge, in my opinion. UTEP's lost four of the last five. They're only winning those last five games against Rice. This team is limping into bowl season. I don't think that they're going to be able to get it up for this game. I'm going Fresno. Big. Uh, Elite Corso, big, big. You're you're on the same page, Capper. Yeah, I know they've got uh, a few question marks surrounding their quarterback position with Hayner opting out and opting back in, but also saying he's he'll he'll be back in 22. Um, he's eligible to play this weekend, but they're not expecting him to. So um, Jeff Tedford, his first game back as a Fresno State head coach, um, I, I think it's just a way more talented team in Fresno. Um, than UTEP. UTEP was uh, really good early in the year, but they really played some very bad opponents. Uh, once yeah. they started facing some of the better teams uh, on their schedule, they really faltered. They're like like Rainman said, they're limping into this game. Uh, and I, I like ten to fourteen to me is like there's no difference here because it's just a talent like talent mismatch on both sides of the football. My only. My only response is this is the New Mexico Bowl, which is pretty close to UTEP. And I do think there is such a thing as motivation heading into a game like this. You can It's very, very easy to envision Fresno State maybe laying an egg in this New Mexico Bowl while UTEP, who never goes to bowls, might come out with their hair on fire. Dana Dimmel... Uh, He's a, like a Bill Snyder apostle, which is like really a perfect type of fit for a UTEP program. So done a really good job. I agree with you. They haven't really beaten anybody, but I'm curious whether they've hung though. They've like played good teams and they can, they can sort of move the ball and pass the ball. I'm curious whether they can hang here and keep it within the 11 and a half. I, yeah, I buy those motivation storylines, but not when the team just completely falling apart. In my yeah. Opinion, so. Well, congratulations to PUBG Mobile. Uh, let's go to the next one. We got a uh, great game you got there. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Uh, BYU against UAB. Uh, BYU is favored by seven points in this spot. Uh, Kalani Sataki also stayed home, which was a big win uh, for the Mormons. Uh, Bill Clark's squad has a good defense, so it's really a good offense-defense matchup. Uh, in this spot, I guess, uh, Capper, who's your lean here? Radiance Technologies. Um, I am taking UAB plus the points. Um, BYU was spectacular all year long um, versus their expectations. I think they went over their season win total by three games. Um, but we're looking at a game three with and a half. pretty serious RLM here. Uh, line opened up at nine. It's down to seven, six and a half in some spots. Only 30% of bets on the Blazers. Um, that tells me a lot here in this spot, especially in like the the few days leading up to this bowl game. Um, UAB played pretty sound offensive and defensive football like in the 50s and 60s of both. 
efficiency-wise. And UAB was very, very good offensively, but not super great defensively. So I think there's a there's some room there for UAB to keep this one close. Yeah, I like UB, UAB as well. I think if you're talking about motivation, uh, BYU probably didn't care too much about this game. They're sitting on their Big 12 move. That'll be happening shortly. Kalani Sataki probably focusing on his class and kind of maybe resting on his laurels just a little bit after signing that extension and flirting around in the carousel. The game's in Shreveport. I imagine UAB fans will travel a bit because they seem to like their team. Wouldn't expect a lot of BYU fans there, so give me the seven. Uh, I have some good news. I have some good news, guys. Uh, and it is, it is a Christmas miracle. Our our cameo <laughs> has come in mid episode. It is. You, it's incredible. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to believe it. Uh, Capper. It means got the, we haven't been naughty this year. The Capper it, enough. Capper uh, got this week's cameo. Showed up while we were talking. We weren't sure if it would come in in time. Um, but we're just throwing it up. Uh, Capper, you want to, you want to just throw it up? Who's, who's our cameo this week? It's the reason for the season. Santa Claus, the man himself. Um, We're saying Merry Christmas again on Bay YBW. Merry Christmas to Rain Man and Joe. I'm excited about the Utah State, Oregon State football game this Saturday. (laughs) Oh, two surprisingly good teams who have to face off. I wish it could end in a tie. But I can't help myself but root for Bonner to air it out and the Utah State Aggies to win in an upset. Or at least make it closer than seven points. Yes! (laughs) All right, Santa, well done. And for your friends at Florida State, what might I bring them that could cheer them up? Well, how about some amazing (laughs) walk-ons? Extra Powerade. <laughs> Santa killed him. Santa murdered Florida. Oh, oh man, it's a kill shot from Santa. Oh, that's the, the Noel's dead of the season. Uh, just because of that, I'm saying Merry Christmas again. I was on the Holy fence before, shit, but now back. I'm saying Merry Christmas again. You have to say uh, it now. Thank you for that uh, message to your two Jewish co-hosts, Capper. We very appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, very you know, we all could use a few gifts around this time of year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Santa really sounds like he's comfortable slash for sure has action. Um, yeah. Santa might be he might have a bookie. Santa might have a problem. It's hard. It's hard uh, to get action in the North Pole. You love to see it, man. <laughs> indulging in vices. Yeah, Bobana being down is really hurting Santa Claus. <laughs> wow, that was hysterical. That was perfect. Wow. Let's go to the lend, Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, speaking of, you know, if if Santa attended a school, it might be this specific cult school, Liberty University against Eastern <laughs> Michigan. Is that a hot take? Would Santa go to Liberty? Santa would go to Liberty. Uh, no, he wouldn't do that. Santa would go to Liberty. Uh, Liberty, it's uh, favored by nine and a half against uh, Eastern Michigan team, which you usually don't see in a bowl game. Um, but... Good times in Yasplanty, I suppose. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Malik Willis is opting out of this game. Do either of you have a beat on Malik Willis? No, no, no. I think he's actually playing, and that's why I'm on Liberty. Why? His draft stock has really fallen, losing the last three games in a row. This is his last chance to put tape on, except for maybe you know if he gets invited to one of those postseason 
fake bowl game exhibition matches. Really, you know. So I like Liberty here. I'm going to lay the points. Uh, I can't imagine why EMU, even though they're barely invited to bowls, would give a shit about a game in Mobile, Alabama. That's that's not even on Yipsy's radar and vice versa. So I'm, I'm taking Liberty here. I mean, it's it, I can understand why Malik is playing. Lending Tree Bowl, it is where legends are made. Uh, Capper, do you have a lean in this game? No, but I've got an exclusive. The reason he is playing in this game this weekend is because um, Todd McShay mocked him to the Detroit Lions uh, in his most recent mock. And he said, oh. fuck that. I, <laughs> He's got to change that. I'm either going to just All tank right. this game or I'm going to just show out and Look, get out of that spot. Desperate times, what desperate round? measures. Uh, is he still I, being graded as a first? He is sli- like bottom of the first round. That's bottom third of the first round. Uh, I'm taking Liberty. Oh, that's why he's going to go show up. Um, Eastern Michigan's horrible. Uh, Liberty was not that bad all year long. Opened up at seven and a half, jumped up to nine and a half. I, like bowl season, you got to you got to ride with the with the uh, line moves here. Like because there's no other information you're getting. No, there's nothing else. Uh, all right, let's just let's roll into the next game, the Santa game which is uh, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle. That is an illegal amount of syllables to have for a bowl game. Uh, we got Oregon State against Utah State. This is the ABC game at 730. It's the game we might be color casting if you're on that app. Uh, well, you can look out for that or don't. Uh Oregon State is favored by seven points. This is a huge bowl game for them. They've been wanting to go to a bowl for a while. They face a Utah State team that had a very good year in the Mountain West. Uh, Rayman, this is your lock. You like Utah State. Well, lock is a strong word. Oh, here. just grow a pair. Call it a lock. On. Call it a lock. Look, 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 look. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, no, this it makes is just you like, as better. I said earlier in the uh, beginning. Pac-12, just terrible in bowl games. Don't see why it would change this year when the Pac-12 wasn't that. I mean, they were fine. But Utah State's coming off a commanding conference championship win against a ranked San Diego State team. They won 46-13. to uh, Feel like the narrative for who might care more about this game, even though Oregon State doesn't go to a lot of bowls, I think Utah State's going to want to beat the Power 5 team. So And they're, and they're getting points. Uh, Logan Bonner for the Aggies, probably better quarterback than Chance Nolan for Oregon State. So give me the seven. Jonathan Smith, good football man. Uh, Capper, who do you like in this spot? Are you with Santa? Uh, <clears throat> I'm with Santa. I'm with Raymond. I'm taking Utah State. Oh, man. Um, plus the seven. I, like, that Oregon State defense is just appallingly bad. Um, 90th plus in defensive efficiency all year long. Uh, Logan Bonner is a uh, very he, – he's a starting quarterback at the FBS level. Um, so – He'll be able to put up points this weekend. Um, I, I just, I don't know. It's it's one of those spots, again, where it seems like too many points for uh, a team that played really well at spurts all year long. I know Oregon State had a great season, but, um, man, I don't know. I think Utah State gets up this weekend. Uh, I don't have a read. I was just looking up what Stifle is. It looks like it's an investment banking firm. It's a Jimmy Kimmel hmm. investment banking firm bowl game. That's some post-capitalist shit. Hell yeah. Sounds Fuck yeah, bowl right. season. Um, let's go <laughs> to uh, the other, the late game on Saturday. 
always this there's so many of these bulls that shift in and out but this is one that really warms my heart it's usually a little earlier it's usually the first game but we got the rnl carriers new orleans bull uh love the rnl carriers new orleans bull no idea what rnl carriers is but it's a staple we got marshall thundering herd against uh louisiana lafayette who just lost their coach but had a great season ulala favored minus five uh in this spot in the superdome uh i guess capper you want to start here do you have a you have a lane we are we are Penn that's State? it no marshall i know i saw the movie <laughs> uh, i'm familiar <laughs> no i thought it was um, Penn State. no super <laughs> it's it's another one of those teams that's very balanced offensively defensively top 50 in both efficiency wise um Louisiana is ranked just ahead of them in both uh, F plus and FEI. Um, not enough to me in a neutral spot to be laying over five points. Um, I think Louisiana can win this game, but like you said, they lost their head coach, um, capped off a great season uh, with their conference championship. And Marshall coming in at seven and five is just like, you know what? We got they got nothing to lose here, so um, give me the points. Give me the underdog here. Yeah, Napier leaving uh, or accepting the Florida gig before the conference championship game, but deciding to continue to coach through the conference championship game and lead them to that conference championship just screams the end of the year for that team. This bowl game is meaningless. They're regrouping that staff, even though they hired internally for next year, putting a class together. You got to take the points with Marshall and I'd also go money line here. I, I'm going to go against both of you in this spot. Absolutely. No question. I, I this is like a, it's like a home game for that's like, this is yeah, one. No, it's newer. The, the Superdome is going to be vacuous. This isn't going to be that crowded of a stand. I think, well, I, I don't mean, know. Man. Have, People are trying to find stuff to do this, these, these holidays. You, I, if there's anyone who's <laughs> going to be, well, if there's any, like, they're watching the new matrix movie. It's a, it's a fan base that I feel is going to be very comfortable with the, with any variant that heads their way. Uh, and to like, to speak to you all, they had a really big year, but also one of the reasons they had big years, cause they returned so much talent. They returned so many players. So this is really all of those players last game in a home spot at the Superdome, five points. People are down on them because of their coach, but I almost think that'll be sort of like a rallying thing. I think they blow the fucking doors off Marshall in this spot. That's I'm well, I'll be happy. happy to bet against you on I, that one. I, I really like uh, Rasheen Ali here. Uh, 5.4 yards to carry all year long, 20 touchdowns. Um, just dominant for the Thundering Herd. Really uh, quick Googling on your part there, Capper. Definitely had that one off the dome. You like uh, that? Really impressed by your knowledge of well, Marshall's, that's why expanded knowledge of Marshall's run game. Well, that's um, that's why I'm where I am, and that's where you are, where you are. <laughs> Boom, roasted. I don't even know what that means, but you had to say it. I'm devastated right now. I <laughs> I look up to you guys. You guys, I'm just gonna move on. That really hurt me. Um, let's go to the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Best place in the United States. Ask Jamie Chadwell. Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by TaxAct. Thank God for TaxAct. Thank you for this software. Thank you for passing all those bills in Congress to not simplify the tax code. So we still need people like you, TaxAct. Thank you, God. 
We got Tulsa <laughs> against uh, Old Dominion. We're almost done with games, guys. This is we're wrapping up. Tulsa That'll versus Old end. Dominion. Um, it's a uh, 2:30 p.m. kick. Uh, just two garbage teams here. Uh, this is really the essence of bowl season. These are the games that just should not exist. Tulsa's favored by minus nine and a half. Uh, do either of you feel something for this? Yeah, I'll take Tulsa. Tulsa was okay. Uh, especially down the stretch. They won their last three, including a road game at SMU. And they actually gave Cincy a game at Nippert, only losing by seven or ten. So, yeah, I'll take I'll take Tulsa. Gaffer, you want to use? I'll go, I'll, I'll go contrarian here. I don't know a single player on either of these teams, but I'm taking Old Dominion. Oh, man. Why not? Sarah's... I think Tulsa sucked, actually, this year, surprisingly. Not in the last three games. Hmm. Season long, though. Tulsa's, well, yeah, they're uh, terrible. Old Dominion, uh, also bad. <laughs> I think that Old Dominion is one of the worst. Uh, it's a little Oklahoma Bowl going on here, right? Tulsa's in Oklahoma. They're the worst ranked. Old Dominion uh, is in Kansas. It is Dominion? it? Is that right? I thought I they were so. at East Coast. Do they exist? Is Old Dominion? Does a anyone have school? a Google available, Capper? Uh, Looking at Capper. You know what? We'll pull up the Google real quick. Here. It's in Virginia. Yeah, I knew it was East Coast. Old Dominion's like. in Virginia. Uh, they're they're well known for having one of the best right-handed pitchers of all time come through their uh, college baseball team, Justin Verlander. No shit. So he's one of those crazy culty freaks too. He could be. Yep. That's how. Wow. He, that's how he I, remember, I thought you were going to say famous for the basketball giving Ohio State a run in the tournament two years ago. Yeah, if you're if you happen to be an old Dominion alum or a fan, if you want to reach out to the podcast, we'd love to just confirm you exist and this you aren't just a made up thing on Google. You never know with fake news these days. Reach out to bybwpodcast at gmail dot com. We'll look it's, into it. No, it's it's fucking weird. They've been in one bowl game in their entire history. Um, I well, know they were they like a lower division FBS for a long, long time. time. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were a lower division until they the started Bahamas pumping Bowl a lot of evangelical money into the program. One, it's like same, same story as Liberty. They're one and zero in their only uh, bowl appearance, the Bahamas Bowl, twenty four twenty win over the Eastern Michigan Eagles, who we've already Cap, discussed. You can, you can stop legit. Yeah, we can, no one we cares. Can, let's. Uh, you like that? We're gonna edit that out. Let's wipe that game from the memory. Go to the next one. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Wyoming minus three uh against kent state it's a six and six wyoming seven and six kent state i got analysis oh no you don't but try me what do you 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 want to hear it yeah it could be a weather game and it kind of feels like wyoming's used to playing in boise idaho because they're kind of in the same region so give me wyoming kent state can't stop the run and let's pray for weather kent state had one of the worst defenses hard hitting in uh fbs coming into this terrible. game just terrible uh, got gouged all year long 30 percent of bets on the flash this weekend uh drop line drop from four and a half to three and a half you've got to take the flashes here you've got to take them you're taking Kent i don't State? know shit about either of these teams but like oh, you i'm have praying to take for Kent weather State. so i don't care about the line movement um, i'm hoping for a snowball i don't know i was like a little shocked because wyoming actually was really good all year long uh, and I saw they were this not line. really good. It was well compared to Kent State, who stunk. Uh, <laughs> so that's the parameter. What the? So fuck? you see the line, and you're like, "Wow, what Wyoming's way better." About? And then um, Wyoming also didn't even have that good a season, so they have a great home field advantage because they have the highest elevation of any FBS team. So always look at their a, record and take that with a pinch of salt. Eh, 
Fair. Fair enough. Uh, all right. I don't so know. I've seen I'm glad, right there. I'm glad you got shut out there because I just don't I've want to talk it, about dude. this game anymore. There, You've there, seen what? Kent, You've Kent seen State's what? 104th in F+. The 122nd ranked defense in F+. That's sick. You're taking them. They're horrific. Uh, and, and the line's only three and a half, so you have to. That's nonsense. <laughs> that's nonsense what you just said. Uh, th- so let's go to the uh, Tuesday night right tropical. There. It makes that's, sense. Uh, it makes Tuesday sense. Tuesday night tropical smoothie cafe Frisco Bowl. Tropical smoothie cafe Frisco Bowl. Tropical smoothie cafe Frisco Bowl. Man, San Diego still drink State. smoothies. Do people still drink smoothies? Yes, in Frisco at the tropical smoothie cafe. Uh, <laughs> San Diego State, like this has to be money laundering, right? How is Tropical Smoothie Cafe, whatever? So, San Diego State, uh, versus UTSA, oddly enough, probably the best mid major game we got. Uh, it sucks that these teams aren't playing FBS teams. I really wish UTSA was playing an FBS squad in a bowl game, but not FBS, but like a Power Five. So, I, I'm like UTSA in this spot. Are either of you on San Diego State? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why? 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 100% Why? because they have the 13th ranked defense in the country. Uh, dominant all year long with Bra- with brother Brady Hoke at the helm. Uh, rejuvenation project for him. They can't score on anybody, but they will literally not give up any points to UTSA. This is like, this is a very exciting game for me because like, this is a... Uh, you know, group of five team with a very strong offense in UTSA that uh, took their undefeated record to the brink, basically, at the end of the year. San Diego State did the exact same thing, lost late. Um, but, like, San Diego State's defense was way better efficiency-wise um, than UTSA's offense was. So I, I, I take the yeah. better unit here in this spot because I think um, – I think UTSA will have trouble moving the ball against this unit. Um, I don't know. San Diego State can't move the ball, but they put they put that offense in great field position all the time, and, and UTSA is not a world beater. So um, I don't know. Give, give me that one point. All right. Yeah, San Diego State, uh, by far the best defense UTSA I've seen all year. That being said, I think UTSA will be more up for the game. Coach Trailer had a lot of buzz in the carousel. He stayed put at UTSA. I think that could provide some juice. San Diego State had that blowout conference loss to Utah State earlier, so maybe they're limping a bit more. The game's in Frisco. That's big for me. Three-hour drive for people from San Antonio. So give me UTSA. Oh, it, it is huge for the program, though. Like that, I, I think their fans are really going to be into this one. I, I just pulled it up, but my main read for UTSA is their quarterback, Frank Harris. You can look up his ESPN profile. I've never seen a quarterback cheese harder in his official Oh, he is cheesing all right. He's che- you can look it up yourself. A man cheesing that hard, he's not going to be shut out by any defense. I think uh, you, this game, this, I think the game just means a lot to UTSA. They're going to come out with their hair on fire. I love them in this spot. I like uh, that. I will, I will mention the line movement here a little bit uh, before we move on. Yes. Two and a half open, down to one. Uh, more bets on UTSA here. Mm-hmm. Might have been a little late, but we'll still take the one. We'll take it. Uh, let's move on to we're, we're we're almost there, folks. What a run! It's the last game we're gonna we're gonna break down here, and it, this is the Lockheed Martin 
Armed Forces Bowl brought to you by Illegal Drone Strikes. We got Mizzou versus Army. Um, it's 8 p.m. on ESPN, December 22nd. Um, as far as I can see, it was uh, Mizzou favored in this spot. Uh, no, 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 no. Mizzou is plus four. Army, Army's minus yeah. th- plus Army's minus four or minus three and a half. Uh, hard to prepare for a bowl game in this spot, but they are. An, it is against a quote unquote SEC team. Uh, who, who are, are you? Anyone feeling strong about Army? Well, I'm feeling strong about Mizzou. I think they have enough time to prepare against Army style of offense, that should help mitigate what makes Army so special when they play in the regular season. I think Mizzou also has a lot of juice after signing a really amazing class on signing day, Drop including the nation's top Eli. wide receiver. Yeah, so that that's pretty exciting. I think people in Columbia have a lot to be excited about, and I'm getting points here, so I'm going to take them. Capper, are you taking Army or you on Mizzou? Um, well, I love this country, so I'm taking Army. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, he does. Christian, Christian Anderson was yeah, you really the good at the quarterback position this year, and obviously they run the football like crazy. Um, Army, way better metrically. Uh Laid a dud in the Army-Navy game, but that's one of those good things where you say, like, hey, people are down on them for a second here, and then you can jump on them. And they, but it's also a to- – everyone knows that game's a, a um, toss-the-records-out game. No, I agree with that, but, like, betting, betting-wise, betting public looks at that game and says, well, Army clearly sure. isn't any good, um, shouldn't be favored in this spot, so we'll jump all over Mizzou. I'll, I'll take the opposite side here. Uh, uh, I would love, I would love to hop on the SEC team with points, but I think the line's telling you something here. It's telling you motivation. I'm curious whether this Mizzou team filled with players who know they're about to lose their job to a bunch of freshmen. Probably, uh, I don't know. I'm curious whether they're going to want to hit, hit this army team over and over for four quarters, whether that sounds really fun at the end of a long season i kind of i, I kind of like army in this spot i think they might break the dam here because uh mizzou's defense certainly wasn't world beaten i love this shit so much you got you got 10 guys on army's football team who who uh, rushed for over 100 yards this year 10 guys <laughs> that's a lot that's too many how's that possible <laughs> man is america back like the the third the third fullbacks rushing for over 100 yards here you love to see it. Just Run him up the it. gut against Omicron. Let's get this over with. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, Kelsey went over 140 yards and scored a touchdown there to tie the game in the fourth. Incredible. Wow, I'm so happy Incredible for you, Gavin. Incredible we're, we're so happy. I'm about to lose another one just like the Bills game where they score a touchdown in overtime. That was horrible. I'm dying for the for the Chiefs to get the ball here and, and Kelsey to get 30 more. Yep, they're taking it. There it is right there. You lock it up. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can't tell, Capper's currently in the fantasy playoffs. Oh, we're... Uh, it's, and it's been a long time. I, I won the regular season and I'm sitting on a bye week. I'm gonna cut cut the episode way before this. We're not me? talking about we're not talking about fantasy playoffs here. <laughs>